0: Hi folks, good morning. Uh, Nice to see you after a long long time. I have not been attending this uh, uh, program also but uh, thank God and praise God that I am here this morning to share uh, what he wanted me to share with you. So uh, I think Samson was a little worried yesterday regarding the device I would use and uh, whether I would make it on time. 1120 in the night he gives me an SMS saying that I have to speak tomorrow morning. It was just a remainder. But uh, Samson was really relieved that when I called him at Psalm 15 this morning and also I told him that my device has been changed. So praise God for that. And as we move, uh, uh, I'm sure most of you saw the title and it said the voice of Yahweh. Uh, I was actually referring to Psalm 29 and I would like to read it for you as we move forward. Uh, The title of the Psalm is the powerful voice of the Lord. I repeat Psalm 29. Probably you can turn your Bibles to Psalm 29. It says, a psalm by David. Ascribe to Yahweh, you sons of the mighty. Ascribe to Yahweh, glory and strength. Ascribe to Yahweh, the glory due to his name. Worship Yahweh in holy array. Yahweh's voice is on the waters. The God of glory thunders. Even Yahweh on many waters. Yahweh's voice is powerful. Yahweh's voice is full of majesty. Yahweh's voice breaks the cedars. Yes, Yahweh's bars, uh, sorry, Yahweh breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. He makes them also to skip like a calf, Lebanon and Syrian like a young wild ox. Yahweh's voice <clears throat> strikes with flashes of lightning. Yahweh's voice shakes the wilderness. Yahweh shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. Yahweh's voice makes a deer calf and strip the forest bare. In his temple, everything says glory. Yahweh is sat enthroned at the flood. Yes, Yahweh sits as king forever. (coughs) Excuse me. Yahweh will give strength to his people. Yahweh will bless his people with peace. So we start off with the very first verse, which says uh, Ascribe to Yahweh, you sons of the mighty, ascribe to Yahweh glory and strength. So if you were to look at the exact meaning of the word, uh, say, (coughs) Ascribe means the cause or the definite uh, 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 reason for something to happen. So all that happens in our life definitely belongs to the lord and there is no doubt about it we need to be sure of that we need to have this filled in our minds because most of the time we need to understand that uh, all whether we are in business whether we are doing our work uh, whether we run our family successfully different kinds of things to happen and a lot of good things to happen to happen in life and at times we do have troubles wherein we learn a lot of lessons but we need to understand that the reason for all this is our loving God. Sometimes he disciplines us, sometimes he wants us to enjoy life and so on. So the basic idea is for us to understand that God is responsible for all the things happening in our life because he is controlled. And David goes a step further where he says uh, <clears throat> a script to Yahweh, glory and strength. So it's very easy for somebody uh, who's in a, a low position say economically or uh, In terms of his performance and things like that, to uh, just conclude that if he's done something successfully, just conclude that uh, it's been God who's just been God who's done it through him, and uh, and somebody who specializes in a certain area, it it takes time for them to realize that uh, uh, it was God who did it for them because we tend to rely more on our skills and do not realize that it was going to be God. But David goes a step further to say that. uh, <clears throat> it was not. It was done by God, uh, not through us, it was God himself who did it, because that is the higher level of maturity we need to have. That's an understanding we need to have. Just to explain this further, we can probably look at uh, cricket match where a batsman hits a six. And of course, when we hit a six, uh, the first understanding is that Lord has helped that person to hit the six. The real understanding is God was hit the six and made the other 12 players waiting to take a catch or to stop the ball uh, in control. So unless God is in control, uh, our lives not and we surrender our lives to God. We are not going to be very very comfortable and we need to understand that God is the center point in our lives and we need to surrender to Him and everything happens because He is there with us. And now, uh, followed by that, we look at verse 2, it says, Asprep Yahweh, the glory due to His name. So, we are supposed to accept His glory for all that He has did, because uh, it's endless, starting from ex- uh, <clears throat> Genesis to Revelation. Uh, his his uh, uh, benefits in our life, His help to us in different stages of our of a life are, are all unending. And uh, he definitely, deserves something beyond our glory. And... The verse goes on to say, worship Yahweh in holy array. So what exactly is this holy array? When you speak of holy array, it says uh, that uh, angels and be the priests, as we see in the Old Testament, they're supposed to be dressed uh, neatly before they enter into the holy of holies to worship the Lord. And today, uh, we as uh, followers of Christ, we as disciples of Christ, are expected to follow the same standards. This exactly in spiritual terms means that we need to follow Jesus Christ, whom the Scripture clearly says that sin was not formed in Him. So we need to be people who need to be absolutely sinless to truly praise God. There's no point in uh, messing up all things, doing things not like where God throughout the week and then going on a Sunday morning and uh, seeking pardon and then worshiping Him. Nothing wrong in seeking a pardon, but when you do it repeatedly, question arises whether it has you really turned yourself out of that mess. So uh, worshiping in holy array is something God is called. It was this morning. And uh, as I was talking about uh, the uh, title this morning, Yahweh's voice, and I would like to start off with verse 3 where it says, Yahweh's voice on the waters, the God of glory, thunders, even Yahweh and many waters. So uh, we know God is extremely powerful and he expresses himself in different ways. And we do know David was an outdoorsman because most of the time, uh, uh, he probably when he was in the wilderness or before he was uh, 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 <clears throat> anointed as Uh, King, uh, he spent his time in the wilderness and he faced a lot of challenges and trials and overcame them successfully. So he had a very nice understanding of uh, wilderness. And uh, the second uh, thing is uh, people who have a a lot of experience in wilderness basically they uh, uh, sort of seem to have a sort of a prediction as to what would happen. Because I have a friend of mine in a nearby ministry who's into wildlife and trekking and from the shape of the cloud and the way it's going he could probably almost say 60 70 percent or about 80 percent predict it's going to rain or not or when is it going to rain so <clears throat> that kind of experience is what uh, david uh, possessed and he actually what happens here is he sees a storm that's brewing the mediterranean and uh, it's destined to move through the uh, uh, Lebanon Lebanon forest and then into the wilderness of Kadesh so that's what David sees and there's when you say there is a storm we do definitely know that there is uh, uh lightning that there's rain and of course there is the thunder and this is the, the and the thunder is the one David is referring to as the Lord's voice because as the storm is brewing over the sea you can see that the Lord is raising his voice over the sea and moving along and uh, of course, a storm can build and move in different directions, as you have seen recently in India, because of the climate change. We do not know where it'll head and what kind of a turn it can take. And uh, that's what uh, David is sharing that the Lord will do things as per his own will because he's sovereign. And the most beautiful thing is, as you see in verse 4, is Yahweh's voice is powerful, Yahweh's voice is full of uh, majesty. So when you say it is powerful, uh, there's nothing more we need to learn, uh, probably from the book of Genesis, where he quietly says a few things and the whole world was created. And he's been talking to a number of people, say a number of prophets, a number of kings, a number of judges, uh, a number of uh, disciples. And uh, it's an absolute beauty that uh, his voice is so powerful. Just because he says a few words, things can happen. So it's the same with our lives. He can turn lives around and we need to look for that voice every moment in our lives and Yahweh's voice is full of majesty. So whenever the voice is majestic, it really makes a difference. I do not know how many of you watch TVs in the 80s. I'm 45 plus and if some of you were to watch the uh, Raymond said, it used to have a very very majestic voice and likewise God's voice is extremely majestic and it, it's a real attraction. We need to understand that and uh, you see, verse 5 says, Yahweh's voice breaks the sedars. Yes, Yahweh's, uh, Yahweh breaks in pieces the sedars of Lebanon. And as we move along, it says that uh, <clears throat> animals do have problems because the sedars are broken. Now, uh, basically, uh, if you look at these uh, sedars of Lebanon, I'm sure it comes in a number of times in the Bible because it's been used uh, in, the, uh, in Solomon's period to build a temple and things like that. And it was one of the things that were that was traded all around the world, and one of the reasons why uh, <clears throat> the disciple of the Lord moved to India because the settlers of Lebanon were moving from uh, Lebanon to all the way to Quechin uh, way way back so if you uh, I'm talking of Saint Thomas because that was the route he took along with the uh, ships uh, that moved uh, moved all the way to Quechin with the Lebanon. that's what history says, I do not know for that's true, but uh, anyway the uh, sedars did have a great impact all over the world because of its strength and its quality. And we are not just talking of trees that, is, that are 2 or 3 feet in diameter, we are talking of trees that are nearly 30 feet in diameter. It's huge. It was huge and uh, breaking this tree took probably months for them uh, to bring it down, chop it up in the right size and then have it sh- shipped to different parts of the world. But the voice of the Lord is so powerful that uh, the scripture says that these trees were broken into pieces because of the Lord's thunder. And uh, uh, what it, what exactly happened was as it broke, the animals got scared and animals had all kinds of impact. The thunder and lightning that was there really made a terrible impact. So uh, whatever is powerful, whatever is, uh, say, the world perceives to be extremely strong, the world perceives to be very, very tough we need to understand that it is it cannot stand a bit against the lord uh, if we look at our own lives we need to understand that uh, though we say that we are totally dependent on the lord uh, we always listen to his voice and we wait for his call we need to understand that uh, we are de- unknowingly or knowingly we are dependent on a few things that is not to the god's uh, that is not to god's liking so uh, we need to understand because these sedahs were believed to be very, very strong, but then one shout from the Lord can floor them all. So we need to understand that uh, we need to be really dependent on God. We need to understand that it can uh, be broken any time. So that is something we need to very, very clearly understand, be dependent on the, Lord, on the Lord fully because His voice is so powerful. What we exactly need to realize at this point is that this powerful voice that created the world, this powerful voice that spoke to so much of, so many of the kings, so many of the prophets and so many people in the scriptures does exist in us in the form of the Holy Spirit. And it whispers. It doesn't shout. It doesn't uh, say, scare us. But it whispers. And the question is, are we willing to listen to this whisper? Are we willing to spend time to listen to this whisper? Though I might be saying this, uh, probably I spend about maybe 15, 20, maximum uh, 15, 20 minutes a day, uh, reading the Bible and praying to the Lord. And perhaps as I'm on the job every morning or throughout, throughout the day, I keep speaking to the Lord every now and then, depending on uh, what situation I'm in, if it's a cornering situation, a tight situation, then I tend to get closer to the Lord. Always I take it as something very, very casual. So we have a very great gift in us, very, very great giftness, us. And uh, we need to understand that uh, this voice is whispering in us day and night. And we need to listen to this voice uh, because it is the Lord. And we also need to understand that uh, this voice is extremely powerful. This was a voice that could destroy the sadhas of Lebanon. This was the voice that could turn, make the impossible possible and things like that. So uh, on and on as we go, uh, we need to understand that this voice is present in us. And we are very lucky, in fact, very, very blessed because uh, as a a uh, follower of Christ, we have uh, the Lord in us, and we need to realize this. So when we look at this from a, say, a business perspective or from a work perspective, we need to understand that this law voice is there to help us out. And uh, in the most tight of situations, uh, most critical of situations, we just need to shout out to the Lord and ask for His voice to do the needful. And uh, many a time, though we ask for the Lord a lot of things oh prayer, and how honest it is, is a question. We need to understand the gravity and the depth of this voice, the majestic uh, impact of this voice that created the world, that led people all around, the world, that is leading people and <clears throat> that is going to give us an eternal life. And we need to understand this depth and then uh, ask the Lord for what He wills in our life. And as we move further down, I would like you to, to have a uh, uh, look at uh, verse uh, 10 where it says, Yahweh Sat uh, enthroned at the flood. Yes, Yahweh sat. Sorry, Yahweh sits, sits as king forever. So uh, this flood typically speaks of uh, uh, the flood during uh, the time of Noah, uh, probably which all of us do know in full, and Noah came out successfully. And we need to understand that God is an absolutely control even when we have a flood in our life, because it was God who created the rain. It was he who decided how long it should drain. It was he who decided how long the water should hold on. It was he who decided uh, when the water should drain out. It was he who decided when Noah should uh, come out. And Noah was always listening to the voice of the Lord and then taking his uh, decisions. So likewise, uh, there's nothing to be scared when we have a flood in life because it's going to be a big training experience for us probably to face something in the future or something, an experience where we can get really closer to the Lord. So uh, the Lord is always in control and His voice is what we need to listen to when we are in the toughest of times and even when we are in the easiest of times. Because as I said earlier, normally we do not listen to the Lord when we are in easiest time or easiest of times or when life is uh, easy. Uh, just to give a, a better understanding, uh, uh, I know most of you in South India have been experiencing a lot of rains right from Chennai to Tutu. And whenever there is a, rain, a huge rain or a, a depression crossing the coast, we find uh, cities flooded. And if you take a city like Tutukurin, uh, it's a pity that it's uh, flooded for almost a month. There are certain areas last year that were flooded for a month in spite of pumping repeatedly the water went out. And even today it's an issue in Tutukurin where the streets are flooded even one or two weeks after the rain has stopped. But you see that's where uh, uh, God is. If He decides, there's no water. If He decides, if anything can turn on. Whereas, in spite of the of all the politicians or what government officials can do, or probably NGOs can do, still uh, the water stays put. So the Lord is always in control, and uh, we need to understand that this God who's controlling the whole earth and the rest of His creation is really uh, whispering in us and. Uh, leading us through and finally as you look at verse 11 it says Yahweh will give strength to his people Yahweh will bless his people with peace so uh, David concludes by saying that uh, uh, the Lord definitely is going to give us peace because he is in control and we need to wait for that peace and we need (coughs) uh, uh, patience for his peace and we need to wait for his uh, time and uh, once that is done we will have the definite strength and the peace we are uh, looking for we very well know that uh, the rainbow was a, uh, a beautiful image that the Lord gave, a beautiful sign, I should say, right? A beautiful sign that God uh, uh, gave promising uh, <coughs> that uh, the earth would now be destroyed by rain again. So likewise, uh, the Lord gives a sign in each, life, each person's life so that uh, uh, we will probably face a tougher situation and we need to understand that uh, He is with us, that is the most uh, important of uh, things. Because similarly, the Lord has uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, showed a rainbow to different people. Just to sum that up, I would say that uh, when it was Noah, he saw the rainbow after the storm. When it was Apostle John, he saw it before the storm. This is, you can refer to this in Revelations 4, 3. And when it was uh, Ezekiel, uh, He saw it in the midst of the storm that you can refer to the book of Ezekiel chapter 1 verses 26-28. to So the Lord is there always with us, the most powerful and majestic voice is always inside us and we need to listen to this. So to sum up the strongest force that created the world, the uh, only Lord who's living in the world, who's controlling everything, is right within us and we need to surrender everything unto Him absolutely and wait for his voice to whisper because he whispers and it is tough for us to keep quiet in this very, very active world and listen to his quiet voice. But we need to understand that we need to wait for his whispers and hear and do what he says. So uh, David shares a beautiful experience because he's been an outdoorsman for a long, long time. And uh, likewise, uh, we also should make it a point to share our experience with our fellow uh, brothers and sisters of the what the Lord has uh, done for us because uh, it's really encouraging. It really uh, helps people to take a different perspective of the situation they have been and how things can uh, turn around because at times you really do not understand God because uh, we will we know that the uh, time gap between the Old Testament and the New Testament is just uh, probably one sheet of paper in the Bible but it is 400 years and nobody knows what was God doing and things like that and why was he doing it. But then end of the day, when it comes to the fullness of time or when the time is ripe, Christ was born. And uh, that was the time when the Roman Emperor was at uh, Roman Kingdom was at its peak and uh, the gospel could flow through much, much easily probably. That is one understanding of that uh, situation, but still God is in control and uh, please pray Make it a point to pray that he keeps whispering in your ear. And more importantly, please do pray that you are uh, w- willing to listen to this whisper. With those words, I will sum up. Uh, if there is something somebody would like to add, you can please go ahead. Otherwise, I will take the prayer point and close it off with prayer. So let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this gathering. Lord, we firstly thank you for we have been gathering as a group that is seeking your knowledge, your presence in our lives over the last few months. Lord, we thank you for all the technical facilities that have been given that though we are from any point in the world, we could join together and seek your word, Lord. Seek your presence. Lord, as we saw today, let us make it a point to hear your whisper, Lord. We know that your voice is so powerful, so majestic. A voice that can really change lives, a voice that can make a lot of dimensional changes in everybody's life. A voice that is so powerful, Lord, and a voice that really created this world. It just looks like thunder, Lord, but we know that you're speaking. And, Lord, we thank you for the fact that you whisper in us and we need to wait patiently to listen to you. Lord, help us to get into a mental state where we are willing to listen to a whisper and act by it, Lord. We pray that you will lead us through these tough times. Lord, we pray that we will not have a third wave. We pray for everybody who is involved with COVID and the new variant Omicron. Lord, we pray for Brother the waiting at uh, Brother Felix's uh, family at Mumbai. And we understand there's a lot of uh, confusion prevailing with the proposed lockdown and things like that. Lord, we pray that with Your grace, with Your protection, with Your guidance, with Your knowledge, this wedding will take place absolutely beautifully, Lord, without any hindrance from anybody, as it has been planned. Let there be no confusion, Lord. Let not let there be not any kind of a trouble, and let things happen as You have willed it, Lord. Uh, we pray for all those who are traveling to the wedding. We pray for all the arrangements in the wedding. We pray for the bride and the groom and their respective families and the union that is supposed to take place. Lord, we pray that your presence will be there with every aspect of the wedding right from the day they start to the day they finish. May your presence guide them and protect them, Lord. We also pray for the others, brothers, prayer point, Lord. Understand that uh, believers and the missionaries are being taken away by the BJP and RSS group. Lord, we pray for two things here, Lord. That firstly, we pray for the missionaries and the followers. Give them the protection, Lord. You make sure that freedom is created so that they can speak about you freely, Lord. Make sure that they have the space to spread your word. Make sure that people accept your word as the truth. May your spirit speak well ahead of time before the missionaries and the followers speak about you, Lord, so that they may accept your word. May the Holy Spirit stir their hearts, Lord. The second aspect we pray for is for those BJP and RSS workers, Lord. Let them understand that you are the truth and it is you who can set them free. Let their clouded mind be cleared, Lord. Let there be changes in their lives. Let them to accept you, Lord. And we do pray for the elections in the state, Lord. We pray that they will have a government where Christianity can be preached with all freedom, Lord. We pray that this change will happen so that there will not be any kinds of curbs or hindrances towards the spread of your word. And Lord, finally, we pray for all the people who are gathered here in all CBM chains around the world. Make us people who are beneficial to others, Lord. Make us people who love others. Help us to excel in our professions. And ultimately, glorify your name in all that we do. Lord, we pray that your voice will speak to us and that we will listen and obey it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.